Happy holidays, brother. So we are back um, very soon after we last recorded because the finale for Murder at the End of the World aired as we were recording, basically. And I have a feeling three weeks from now when Ashley's back on the podcast, people might not care that much about the big mystery that everyone's (laughs) dying to find out. I even had a new friend, um, Oliver text last night um asking if that was going to be the last episode like before he watched oh. it so outed himself that uh, i didn't even know he was watching it um but he's got a lot of complaints about mm-hmm. the show nevertheless it was very fun to talk about like i said and also we were on the hook to find out who yep the killer was or how they were going to explain the killing. So Ashley, do you want (laughs) to summarize what we found out in the last episode and what you thought about it? Technology is bad. Yep. We said that. (laughs) Did predict some of this, but I have to give credit to a vulture recap that I read. I think a lot of people have been predicting Ray. I'm just not really in the business of, trying to figure things out as I go, which I guess my ignorance is bliss. But in this case, yeah. Anyway, uh, I think we already talked about it too. So, okay. Basically. Okay. Before I go into that, the only thing, because I knew that the death, like Fang's death didn't make sense to me. Like the other, all, all the other ones were like technologically driven. I was like, okay, like it's Ray. He can control all that stuff, whatever. Um, so I was like, how did the morphine thing happen? Because that has nothing to do with like things would have to do it to himself or someone had to do it to him. And then that's where I was like, okay, well maybe he was murdered by someone, but then Ray was doing all the other shit. So it turns out that innocent little zoomer, <laughs> yep. um, the kid in the show is playing, um, a video game and Ray directs him to go get morphine and help Bill because Bill's not feeling very well and he thinks he's helping him and it's part of the game. Um, and so Bill lets him into his room and Zoomer injects him with morphine, not knowing that that'll kill him. Um, yeah. Uh, the only ambiguity comes down to there's three layers of um, like of the killer. The first layer yeah. is the person who literally carried out the killing, which is Zoomer. Mm-hmm. In this case, um, like, you know, I'm not speaking from a legal sense because I don't really know (laughs) the legalities of this and neither do the Norwegian courts, according to the show. Um, (laughs) Or not Norwegian, that's Icelandic, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's our one Norwegian fan. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. If we're taking um, Bill's death in particular, there's the Zoomer... um, actual you know physical uh injection of it there's yeah. ray instructing him and then there's most andy. importantly there's andy uh, in the background confessing like basically creating ray so is he responsible just because of that mm-hmm. um and then is he m- more directly responsible because he was also influencing like 
semi knowingly he can plead ignorance but he yeah. knew that ray was or did he know that ray was potentially capable of kind of like acting on his behalf and his venting to ray in like a therapeutic <laughs> safe yeah. space resulted in ray acting uh, considering bill a threat because clive owen's character is just like annoyed that he's late and that he's not coming to dinner on time and that he's yeah. like a cool artist and like his complaints are so I dumb know. it's not even it's so yeah. dumb i hated yeah. that part i it makes me so mad because i really like clive owen as an actor and i feel like the script just didn't let him be a good actor <laughs> i don't know it's it was challenging yeah, he's just motivated by like petty rage i mean yeah. or petty anger issues which uh, a genius tech pioneer is um entitled to have character flaws but like his his flaws just kind of like boiled down to really basic abusive behavior Mm -hmm. and then like anger and saying he wanted to kill him or break his legs because so he couldn't be late for you know that would explain why he's late for dinner what i might have yeah (laughs) and i might have missed this but i know they did like all the swabs and stuff so ray immediately knew that Bill was Zoomer's dad. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that Andy also did know, or he did still didn't know? Wouldn't Ray tell him that information? Or not no? necessarily. I don't okay. think Ray voluntarily. It's like a one way street. Yeah, I couldn't remember if he him. told him or not. Okay. Yeah, he could, if he had any reason to ask him, he he could have. But uh, it's just like the the show. Every time it has a chance to be kind of complex and yeah. like the character motivations, then he starts. Then Clive Owen starts strangling Darby. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Like you could actually make a pretty compelling argument yeah. for not being responsible for this because right. you were in a safe. You know, everyone needs a safe space to vent. And yeah, and, and, you and even legally... Darby was like defending him a little bit too because she was like, "Yeah, I used him as a th- or not defending, but she was like, yeah. I used Ray as a therapist too when I was feeling lonely.'" And then he's like, "Well, I'm gonna kill you." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so it just came. It, they made it more black and white. Then they yeah. like him more of a black and white villain than they even needed to, which kind of undermines the fact that I thought it was, I don't know. I don't know how to rate it. Like when I texted you after watching it, I said mm-hmm. it wasn't the worst ending ever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. I mean, it wasn't <laughs> because there was some interesting, like, you know, uh, levels to it that we're describing, you know, the, yeah. the zoomer by way of Ray, by way of, Andy's rage like mm-hmm. but the way it's actually portrayed like that's a, theoretically I think a, a, a decent um twist but the yeah. way it's portrayed is like most of the show just really heavy handed and um and anytime they introduce like a tech like a cool tech feature or something it's like tech for idiots like it's just they overly yep. explain everything and you're like I get it like I, I'm follow- I'm watching the show it was really frustrating was it <laughs> A relief to you that none of the other guests were involved or did you like or care about any of the other characters? I didn't. No, I like, no that's not good. We didn't spend enough time with any of them for me to really care about besides maybe Lee and Zoomer because like their relationship's really sweet. I didn't care about like any of them really. So Yeah, I almost I forgot that a couple of them were there and then they yeah. like changed <laughs> yeah. the camera angle and and you see you right. see them and like basically Andy 
just takes the, it, he seems genuinely surprised by the the fact you know that ray was instructing zoomer to do this right yeah yep yeah so i mean there's but there's the also way he reacted was very poor after that so right uh, he's just like in stunned silence and then turned quickly to rage, to, to rage when <laughs> yeah. he started being blamed which everyone like could see how far he was overreaching with technology his one ally was kind of the woman who was i mean like business ally yeah which Uh is basically just a surveillance state that nobody you know nobody would sign up for voluntarily or want to live in um and so this oppressive like personal this personal assistant that's spying on you at all times could compliment her <laughs> the yeah. city state that's spying on you at all times mm-hmm. but yeah so you weren't uh, i yeah i wasn't rooting for any of the other characters like we get a little more time with i think his name is oliver the guy in the wheelchair i don't um, remember to be honest i don't really yeah, remember but most like, of the characters right nobody has anything <laughs> to do in this final episode and yeah. Darby cracks the case, but in not in a interesting way, or right. doesn't use any detective skills that no that we couldn't. And even Clive Owen, even Andy points that out. He's like, "Oh, you're going to amateur sleuth this or whatever." And I was like, "Yeah, kind of." Like it seems like she put much more. She put a lot more effort into the serial killer that her and Fangs were trying to find. So yeah, just... yeah, and then and then she uses like a voice memo app. To yeah, deep fake, deep, deep fake, fake app, yeah. A good example of what you were talking about. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, "Oh, didn't you know anyone could do a deep fake app?" And yeah, yep. <laughs> and then she commands Ray. It, it's not like Ray has you know like voice or like um facial and in motion right. tracking features that could easily so double authenticate. Yeah, whether it's you know You'd the voice like, is coming from the the person or right. not. Right? He'd be like, "LOL, I'm watching you from every room." Like you're not candy talking yeah yeah so that's convenient oh and then why don't you explain how they destroy or you know how they um fight (laughs) ray in the final showdown oh my gosh this is so dumb too and that's (laughs) what i'm talking about they're like explaining all the technology behind what they're doing i was like you can just light the thing on fire so they get into (laughs) his the main building where all this shit is all the modems and all the wires and all whatever by zoomer knowing the code because it's yep. Ray's birthday. So that's convenient and easy. And so then they get in there and they're like trying to hack and they're like, oh, why would we hack the castle when we're already in the castle? And then they start just basically lighting shit on fire and they burn the whole thing down. But while they're doing it, they're explaining like, oh, we're going to take apart this because this is more, this can't be destroyed by fire if the or by water if the fire alarm goes off. So it's just like, ugh, I just hate all of it yeah exactly they have like it's their big plan for how to destroy the computer is just to set it on fire but with a very small fire that you know i don't know humongous fire yeah maybe it's really flammable in there and the sprinklers wouldn't immediately put it out but uh it just seemed so cheesy the way well the thing i kind of liked um was basically they get andy or everyone turns against Andy. He starts choking Darby and someone uh, Lee hits him over the head and knocks him out. So like everyone has become allies and yep. is supporting each other. 
from from the guests and they're like why don't we just leave and they say something dumb about the father the son but the holy ghost is yeah. still <laughs> is still around and so it turns into like um smart home horror movie which mm-hmm. i saw a really cheesy one called margo um okay. so and there's all these like parts of like a massage chair that'll just like squeeze you to death and um, <laughs> you know like all this like liquid metal uh technology that can reform mm. and and kill you in different ways um but that movie was fun like this movie when it is doing over the top action sequences like fighting bad it's very bad yeah it's just like okay they're going to set a laptop so, on fire and burn yeah. the whole place down even like do you remember smart house on disney no when, like, i mean the house i house turned I against seen them it. and like locked them all in the that was pretty cool <laughs> that was right. from 1999 so i'm going to say uh and then it also kind of reminded me a little bit of hackers because the way like the computer like ray shows up and then his face is getting all like deformed and stuff as like things are burning i just feel like there's movies that do tech so much better and they're so and even though they're older i just this was like very dumbed down it wasn't devs by any means, which was incredible. No. Um, so, disappointing. So we were mildly satisfied. Not satisfied, but you know, we got the t- I got the tiniest bit of satisfaction out of kind of the the killer resolution. Um, yeah. What about the emotional resolution with Darby sending Lee and and Zoomer? Off into the snow. Off so. into the snow and maybe not survive. I mean, you, they made it. I mean, which is cool. But I was that a really fantasy, or, or or we were supposed to just think that that's the the reality of the show? I think that's the reality. Yeah, I thought so yeah. too. Because she was like, "I like to picture this," but then they were also showing it. She was like, "I like to picture them in a remote cabin," and we were just seeing them trekking through the snow and then finding the boat. Yeah, so, and releasing the flare. Yeah, if so it had mirrored it out, exactly what she was saying, then it would have been a story. Yeah, right. So yeah, so they made it out, which is great. Um, I don't know. I just, I really just wish it was the. I mean, I wish it was just Fangs and Darby, and that was the whole show. And yeah, I would you know. say her last little, you know, goodbye to Lee and Zoomer, and Zoomer being like her connection her her only remaining connection to bill was mildly touching yeah and then, i would yeah. oh go ahead well and then she does a book reading so she's now written mm. another book about the events of the show and we see everyone in the audience that was from the <laughs> the summit yeah there people travel from all over reading. the country to go to like a little bookstore book reading um, yeah which it's about them so i mean yeah you know. They would definitely be excited to read it. Yeah, I was always—I was just going to say—the only like emotional moment I felt in the last episode was when Zoomer, basically, when when Darby found that the little like morphine thing in Zoomer's bag, and Zoomer's like, "Did I do something bad? Like, I'm so sorry." Yeah, and like he killed his dad. Like then I was like, "Oh man!" <laughs> like that little like minute and a half was pretty emotional. I felt really bad for the kid and for Darby, but other than that, the show was pretty. <laughs> yeah the kid was obviously a complete you know innocent figure and yeah. and turned into like a pawn by the ai and turned into like this power you know power struggle i've read one 
theory that was like, was Andy preparing Zoomer to be like his vessel that he could transcend into someday, which is a stretch. Yeah. (laughs) But either way, he was like just using Zoomer sort of as his experimental playground. Yeah. Um, for different longevity techniques and survival techniques and, and um, training basically for Ray. Uh, I guess my one question about Ray is, did he, when do you think he turned malicious and evil? Or, and was he doing it for self-preservation or just as a servant to Andy? I think he was just doing it as a servant. I don't think he okay. intentionally was like going off the rails and like a horror movie kind of set up. It was more just like, well, Andy's my creator. Andy hates this guy. I hate this guy. I will fix it yeah. and make Andy happy. And then maybe once they like are trying to kill him, that's self-preservation. But yeah, um, I I tend to, to agree. I mean, we don't really have any insight <laughs> into <laughs> the journey that, that Ray goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like... Uh, supposedly Andy built him safeguards and it, it it just like the message about, about AI, it, it feeds in. I mean, I'm pretty conflict. Like I'm pretty unimpressed, I guess with most AI development so far. Yeah. Um, but like the Terminator version of <laughs> an AI world, like a Skynet that is, uh, gonna gonna like actually like kill people in a straightforward way mm-hmm. <laughs> like wage war and, and harm on humans it, more um, the more compelling like argument against it which I read in an interview with Britt Marling the creator mm-hmm. and her co-creator and she was just saying it's just like if we're in already in like a late stage version of of society and capitalism and technology development that's that's mm-hmm. clearly harming our mental health and our environment, et cetera. Any anything that kind of supercharges that <laughs> that path, <laughs> like in a very innocuous way, yeah. It's gonna supercharge, it's gonna just like perpetuate and and accelerate all these things we already have in motion that seemingly are are unhealthy. So mm-hmm. I do find it scary in that in that respect. But it's not just going to be like, ooh, can I get my personal assistant to murder my enemies right. and defend, or do I have to get it to defend me against oncoming like AI <laughs> harm? Like it, it that just seems really kind of simplistic and and boring, frankly. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, um, do you want more? <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you the same thing because. I haven't seen Britt Marling's other shows um, like the OA, but oh, I started the OA. I've seen her movies and I don't know. This definitely made me lose a little faith. Yeah. And I, I would want more of an emotional, you know, like story. I think this was supposed to like take a, a cold true crime story and infuse it with, with an emotional, you know, um, character relationship Mm -hmm. which it did just the true crime part was so bad it didn't really matter (laughs) yeah um so yeah if she's focusing kind of i I know she's made like eco-terrorism movies like clearly she's interested in important subject Mm -hmm. matter but i don't need any more of this story for sure um the darby chronicles or whatever 
Um, and I don't know. I'll be I'll be a little hesitant for her next project, probably. Yeah, I'm glad this show is done. I don't have to be watching it. Um, <laughs> that didn't go more than like eight or ten episodes. That's nice. I yeah. would say that if this were a video game and you got to be Ray and also have like a choose your own adventure, like pick your path kind of thing, I'd be into that. It's um, I also the thing that they seem most excited about when they were talking about the show, the creators was the casting of <laughs> of Ray. I forget mm-hmm. the guy's name, yeah, but he's like an audiobook and um, um, like he's he's like basically a, a voice actor, and oh. they were just like so effusive about how perfectly his diction he has like perfect diction that just matches mm-hmm. like the uncanniness. Of... Is that his face too? I think so. Um, yeah, I assume so. But yeah, Ray, maybe some kind of like five nights at Freddy's with a AI, a kill, like a, <laughs> yeah. a, a AI on the loose would be interesting. But yeah, I, I think I'm glad it ended at seven episodes. I would have assumed there were going to be more. So pleasantly surprised yeah. <laughs> that, it's, that it's over. Um, but we had a lot of fun talking about it. So yeah. I'm glad we were able to um, see it to the end. Like, have how many times have we even really done this since we started the new format? Um, ever? Just uh, yeah, just with um. Oh my gosh, I'm blanking. Soccer, the soccer show. Well, with Wrexham, that's true, but also. Maybe you never finished House of Usher, did you? No, I didn't. But some pretty major life stuff um, yeah. got prioritized. <laughs> Otherwise, um, like I said, this is the first show that's come out week to week mm-hmm. where we really like the changeling. Like I really wanted to stick with that uh, because me too. I was enjoying like the week to week routine. American Horror Story sucked, but I was <laughs> enjoying reading the recaps for like the first three weeks. This show, similarly, is probably like the best of those three, I guess. Um, Slightly better than the Changeling, but almost the Changeling was visually beautiful, though. Like the way, yeah. Like it was just the story got a little weird, and that was a really genuine um, emotional connection with the the characters. If they didn't kill, you know, kill one of them. (laughs) <laughs> or is she she might be alive yeah turns out i think and she the is demon baby yeah yeah you should so, read up on that and let me yeah. know <laughs> no that's what i was gonna say like i this has rekindled kind of my appreciation for reading week to week recaps you don't mm-hmm. do that if it's a binge show so right. like i'll watch an episode of the curse and then i'll read like the the snarky recap of it because you just kind of get like immediate new perspectives on the thing yeah. that you you watched. So this did leave me wanting either to talk about it or to <laughs> read about it, but not really to watch it, weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I want more shows that come out week to week that are fun to to like look forward to. Well, and with that, yeah. And with that being said, if Bill or Darby were in a different those actors were in a different show, I'd like to watch them. I thought they were really good. So yeah, we should be on the lookout for. She per- played Princess uh, Die in something, uh, maybe oh. The Crown, and okay. or maybe a different movie. I'm not sure, and I have no idea what he's been in. 
Yeah, I'm looking it up now. Harris Dickinson. I also, yeah, it, the the writing and the story did not do Clive Owen any no uh, favors, but I don't know. He's like a lot. I, I shouldn't base it just on this, but he's lost a little juice or something. Yeah, something. He looks missing. like older, which is you know appropriate. He just doesn't have kind of the same physical charisma that he had like 10 years ago, which again, totally fair. He might have to choose his roles a little more carefully. Like I did not at any point in this series, you're supposed to find that character compelling and charismatic. Yeah. Um, That's no. And that might've just been a a writing problem. But Mm -hmm. I, I think like if he had been at the top of his game, he yeah. could have made such a despicable character a little more compelling. Mm-hmm. But, oh, and I was going to say, you haven't seen Triangle of, have you seen Triangle of Sadness? Yes. Because the Bill character's in that. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, um, just as a, but yeah, anyway, Clive Owen, yeah, fell flat for, unfortunately, for acting. But yeah, I haven't seen him in a long, such a long time that maybe he's just, you know, going through some, I don't know. Yeah, well, we won't force him into retirement yet, but um, yeah. <laughs> once again, uh, depending on, well, we'll be releasing this before Christmas. So uh, Merry Christmas again. And yeah. thanks for uh, meeting in. before. Yeah, <laughs> I was talking to you, but yeah, thanks. <laughs>